Hi, and welcome to another episode of On the Spot with Dr. Michael Walker. In this episode, I'd like to talk with you about biblical community and spiritual formation. The need to grasp the process of discipleship lends itself to considering what is meant by spiritual formation and how spiritual formation can be achieved in the 21st century. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 and 20, we find these words, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of age. A brief survey of these verses reveals Peruamai, translated into the English word go, is used to convey the idea Jesus possessed as he commanded his followers to make disciples. Since Peruamai in this context means to travel or to go out, Jesus understood the process of discipleship beginning with his followers traveling to other persons of all nations and tribes, culminating with every follower of Jesus Christ actively engaging in discipleship. With this in mind, it is necessary to understand or at least establish meaning for spiritual formation since Christians play a continual role both individual and on a corporate level in the process of discipleship. In very base terms, what is spiritual formation? Paul Pettit defines spiritual formation as the ongoing process of the triune God transforming the believer's life and character toward the life and character of Jesus Christ accomplished by the ministry of the Spirit in the context of biblical community, end quote. It seems that Pettit's con- definition contains spiritual formation within the context of biblical community without departing from the mandate of the Great Commission and the work of the Holy Spirit. We are reminded in John sixteen thirteen. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For the remainder of my time talking with you, much of my consideration shall be given to the concept of biblical community and spiritual formation. Biblical community as a concept then must be understood or at least viewed through the lens of how God works through people to establish uh, authentic biblical community. God, after considering all he created, according to the Genesis account of creation, determined, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Within the immediate context of Genesis or the setting of Genesis chapter 2 verse 18, it is difficult not to realize the helper God had in mind was a wife for Adam. While this is true, within the verse lies a principle. 
God created people to be in relationship with other people. At the core of human existence lies the necessity to live life with others, which opens way to arguing for living in isolation counteracts God's plan for humanity. In other words, living in isolation is not God's plan for humanity. I'm reminded of the words of Daryl Bach, who stated, no Christian is an island. God does not bring us into fellowship with him and make us part of his people to function in isolation, end quote. The matter of spiritual formation within biblical community grabs my attention and even continues to arrest my attention as I consider the growing number of Christians who profess they love the Lord but do not need the church. I'll be frank with you here. In the 21st century, the methodologies of building biblical community are expanding. I would even argue they are transforming. Or if I were to use one of the more contemporary returns of the uh, young, savvy, uh, hip adults and teenagers, I would say it's being jailbroke. It seems the concept of biblical community takes into account a couple of components. Let me give them to you. First, Believers need to be in community with other believers. Second, spiritual formation occurs within biblical community. Third, the work of the Holy Spirit operates within biblical community. And fourth, biblical community welcomes all who call on the name of the Lord. Therefore, biblical community in this sense, or I should even say in this era, could exist on a local and remote level. We've really seen the remote level of biblical community fostered over the last two years as the world has dealt with this pandemic. I remember five years ago when I was scratching the surfaces, believing um, that the next place to establish biblical community was in the remote spaces, in these digital and online spaces. And I do recall uh, some uh, thought uh, I was out to lunch on that a little bit. I also recall some people thought it wasn't true uh, ministry. It wasn't certainly true church ministry. And now we see that if local congregations have not pivoted to remote biblical community, they may have faced the, the inevitable experience of going extinct. Biblical community as a concept should be examined and reimagined where necessary for application into the process of making disciples in every space occupied by people in the 21st century. This is why even here at On The Spot, there's time and room made to have Christian uh, excuse me, to have discussions with Christian perspectives because I understand at a very fundamental level that this particular podcast, play, podcast plays a role in establishing biblical community in remote places. Naturally, this means gaining a solid understanding of how and where people connect 
so that discipleship may occur in a host of settings within the larger framework of biblical community is necessary. If I were to put that another way, Christians are to be in community with other Christians as spiritual formation occurs so that individuals in biblical community can undergo renovation to interact and influence others. I fundamentally believe uh, once a person becomes a Christian, it just simply opens them up to continuously undergo from time to time renovation projects within their spirituality and within their moral and spiritual ethics as it pertains to them being a Christian. The concept of biblical community ties to the biblical mandate and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching. That's Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. I am saying to you in this brief discussion that I thoroughly believe that believers must be a part of a biblical community and undergo spiritual formation. And as we do that, we are reminded that we cheer each other on in love, to go out and do love, to go out and do good deeds, to find ourselves meeting in virtual spaces, in uh, present spaces, in any kind of space so that we are consistently in the habit of encouraging one another because we do know that the day will approach when the Lord returns. Well, as I conclude this particular uh, podcast, I want to remind you that biblical community and spiritual formation can be yours if you're not in a biblical community, know that by participating and listening and subscribing here to On The Spot, you are actually participating also in a biblical community that will provide spiritual formation. Well, until I get a chance to talk with you again, I'll see you round like a donut.